You're listening to a VC Short. These are shorter bonus episodes released only on our podcast, The VC Hour. These are a product of Radio ABC 993 FM, a ministry of African Bible University in Uganda. We're back with another episode of What's That Word? If you've ever listened to this podcast and thought to yourself, what is that word he just used? What is he talking about? Well, this is the right episode for you. I have had some listeners ask me that question, and it kind of has happened enough. I thought I I probably ought to try to give them some answers. I think that's only fair to you guys. This is a VC short, as you heard, and that means it's going to be a shorter episode, and it is exclusively, at this point, released on our podcast. So feel free, download, use it, listen to it again as many times as you want, and double-check it. Today's topic is... Actually, a phrase. It's not even a word. Is that fair? I, I don't know. The phrase is the creator-creature distinction. Creator-creature distinction. This really just means that there is a sole creator, God, who is distinct or separate from everything else, as everything else besides the creator himself is creation or creature. And this idea comes directly from the scriptures themselves in the very first book of the Bible. It's just how the Bible lays it out for us. God tells us that he alone could have witnessed that which was in the beginning. And that is that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Heavens and the earth is just kind of a simple way of describing everything that exists. That passage tells us two very important things. The first thing that it tells us is that there was a time when God was alone. He alone could have told us that as he alone was the one who witnessed it. He was in the process after that of creating everything else that existed. God then is unlike everything else as he alone is self-existent. There is no creation of him because he is uncreated. He is, in fact, the creator. And he doesn't need anything else to sustain his existence. He's a non-contingent being. I, I think that's in part what's meant when he gives us his name, which is often translated, I am, that I am. That is, he is a self-existent God. Everything else is contingent. It needs other things. That's really the miracle at the burning bush. The miracle isn't that a bush could be set on fire. That's easy to do, isn't it? The miracle is that the bush did not consume the fuel. And this was a picture of the God who introduced himself and introduced himself as a God who is self-existent there in the book of Exodus. That is, everything else is contingent. It needs something else. But God is showing by his name and by that miracle and by creation that he doesn't need anything or anyone else. We have to have him to exist and to be sustained but he does not have to have us. The second thing that it shows us is that God is the one who created everything else. He doesn't have a rival. He doesn't have a co-creator. It really is just him. And so there really are only two categories for everything. The two categories are the things which are created, that is, they are contingent, they are creation, and the person, the God, who is the creator who is non-contingent, who needs nothing and no one else. 
the gulf between those two is huge. It's unfathomable, really, the distinction between them. And in fact, John 1 tells us explicitly that all things were made by him, and without him, nothing else was made. That's huge. There's nothing else like it. And that has some implications for us, doesn't it? Romans 1 tells us that the nature of the Creator is one which is worthy of worship, and the nature of creation is one which is not worthy of worship. Paul tells us this very explicitly in Romans chapter 1, verse 22, when he says, Claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creeping things. Who deserves all of the glory and the worship? That's what it's talking about with these images here. It's the immortal God, the God without beginning, without end, one who is the creator. And instead, what do foolish humans do? They replace it by worshiping men and birds and animals, creeping things, any part of creation really, sometimes foolishly even the idea of creation itself. Idolatry then is the elevation or the worship of the things of creation, the creatures, to the level that belongs rightly only to the Creator Himself. And it really, for us, it's a very foolish bargain. Only the Creator has the attributes worthy of worship, and worshiping the creation instead is uh, really us debasing ourselves, it's putting ourselves down, and we insult ourselves in a way, but we certainly insult the true and the living God who is the one true creator. He is God, and we are not. Nor is anything else in the universe God. He has no rivals. This is precisely why when we speak of God, we have to admit that there are things that are true about God which cannot possibly be true of any other being. We know things. That's that's true. We do. We know things. We don't know them as he knows them. We understand things like goodness and and truth. But he alone is the source of all goodness, and he himself is truth. Even his very nature would be clouded completely to us if he did not reveal it to us instead. There are many, many, many other implications of the truth of this distinction, including how we know how to worship a holy creator who is so unlike us, or even how to approach his holy word, this word written for his people by him, by the work of his Holy Spirit. More things really are implied by this than I could possibly ever cover in an episode like this one. But I hope you begin to see that God is glorious for those attributes, but also for stooping down, for condescending to communicate to us through his revelation and to love us so steadfastly, so consistently, and unbelievably to have Christ himself die for us. Praise be to God. I hope this brief treatment has been a help in understanding what it is I'm talking about and theologians talk about when they mention the creator-creature distinction. That idea that God alone is the creator and everything else is his creation and not like him. You've been listening to the Vice Chancellor's Hour, a ministry of Radio ABC 993 FM on the campus of African Bible University. 
We hope this has been beneficial to your Christian walk and understanding. If it has, you can support the ministry of Radio ABC by going to AfricanBibleColleges.com and clicking on the donate button. Don't forget to let them know it's going to the Uganda station. If you have questions about this or any other episode, please feel free to contact us at vchourofficial at gmail.com. We're also available through Instagram and Twitter as vchourofficial. We may answer your question on a future episode. Until next time, may the peace of God and the fellowship of God's people encourage your heart.